you know, you have a break and uh, you forget how annoying you are. Can you remember how the original Ornithology theme music went? <laughs> no. <laughs> Something like that. No. Do 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 do. That's Superman. All right. What I'll, is... give ba, I'll give you a clue. Ba, 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 ba. No. Ba, ba, ba. Is that Back to the Future? No, that's, that's Gremlins. All right. The uh, it starts with the sound of a helicopter. Well, I tell you what, let's have a listen. Hello, and welcome to the Ornithology Classic Edition. It's like you've had his classic Coke Zero. And now you're going back to the full. This this episode will give you <laughs> diabetes like. and cancer, if it hasn't already. If very you likely, if you're listening likely. to this episode and you're a completist, you've just gone through all of our episodes and you're like, oh my god, this week they've got a new one out. That's brilliant because yeah. I you know I don't know what I'm going to do. I've reached the end of season one. You could listen to season two. I recommend it. Yeah, but if you want a little bit more of Arnie, this is the episode for you. This is the one. This is the first Arnie episode in such a long time. Since Killing Gunter. Yeah, over a year. And that was not, yeah, that wasn't great, was it? (laughs) No, it wasn't. (coughs) I had fun. I'll tell you something, Ben. No matter how many of these later years Arnie films we do, I have fun recording them. Well, Natch. That's a 90s saying for you. Natch. I'm trying to bring that back. About all these abreaves that people are defo doing. All the time, these days. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, people, say, people say it's a modern phenomenon to abbreviate words. No, it isn't. Sync, vibe, rad. We we used to we did fax. Yeah, fax facsimile. It used to be, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah modem. So like, modem. Yeah. What what is the long form of modem? Modulator, demodulator. Jesus. Hmm. Can we set up um, uh, Arnie theme tune cover band? Arnie films called Modulated Demon. I mean, we can do anything we want, really. We're, you know, single white men. We, we, we rule the world. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but, um, did you, Ben, I've got some news for you. Did what? you know? Time's up. Time's Hashtag up. Time's up. And the future's female. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I would let anyone take over from the, <laughs> from the white men. That are running. That's not. That sounds Anyone. like a slight on women. Like even yeah. a woman could do it. I, I'm not it saying does. that. But I, I look at people like. I mean, why we're getting political without mentioning the governor to this point? I don't know. But no, 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 no. no. This, right. is, this is this sets this episode. It does in a in a in a milieu. And with well, you know, like, we're going to have to talk about it with the film that we're reviewing today. It's oh, part of it. It, it, let's say, let's say, if it deals with these topics, it does so in a very Captain Marvel way. Let's come to that. Yeah. Um, but when you've got people, especially in America, like uh, Elizabeth Warren and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who are logical, passionate, knowledgeable, they don't deal in dirt. 
And then you've got Boris Johnson and Donald Trump running, you know, yeah, two of the most powerful countries definitely. in the world. I embrace this female future of which you speak. That puts the views of the NFLG into perspective. There you go. Yeah. Women at us. There you go. There's a, there's a modern little thing for you. Is it? I don't get it. Am I, like am I old? Don't at me on Twitter, but no, I'm saying you can yeah, at us. Please at us. I might block you, but yeah. anyway, Alex, uh, you are Alex Balerdi, aren't you? That's are you me, not? and this is the Ornithology, and today we're talking about Terminator Dark Fate. Really shitty title, if you don't mind me saying. I think I no, may have mentioned I don't that mind. before. I don't mind. I, my first reaction was, what? Yeah. Why not Terminator No Fate? Why, why not? No Fate is better, actually. It, yeah. it fits with Alex. what we've seen before. You just had a good idea. Thanks, man. I, I think that a lot of it. the ideas... Listen, I've got lots of good ideas. Well, Genuinely, I think that you'll be surprised. Let's review this at the end. Because we're going to have to have a heavy session of reboot, remake, sequel. With okay, this. all right. That's good. That, that's, that's a good one. We'll come to that. We need to. Definitely come this back is, to that. This is one of those franchises that that has been... Through the ringer, let's just say that. Well, before, yeah, before we get into that, then, how has... Cause people the last are time, bored now. They've switched, uh, people they, switched off. They live for this. Every podcast should start with 10 <laughs> minutes of just bollocks. <laughs> it's, the, it's what we do. It's, it's the we, thing. Can we please put a note on it saying the actual review starts at such and such a time? Yeah, well, we're nowhere near that yet. No. Um, the last time we spoke... Well, we spoke 20 minutes. We spoke about uh, Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson yeah. and Idris Elba. That was a uh, fun episode. Yeah. And yeah. so that was sort of in the middle of the summer season. Yeah, we now, decided we're going to go back on brand. That's what That was our decision, really. Yeah. And yeah. We, haven't, we haven't done anything about that in the months since, but we still <laughs> intend to. We have ideas. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Look, we're busy men. Got lives. But the, the, the summer season is now done with it's a distant memory and we're heading into awards season how has 2019 in the cinema been for you uh that's a good one and when you told me uh that we were going to do this i was like yeah sure let's do that it's like hang on a second my memory for films is bad well i think it's hard to remember do you remember what i've seen like i've seen dumbo aladdin you saw really? Yeah, I saw Dumbo. How were they? I saw Fisherman's Friend. Was that yeah, last year? Said, no, no, that was this year. But that's yeah, a very small release. But yeah. tell me about tell me about the Disney films then, because I haven't seen any of don't, those live action films since Jungle Book. Oh my god! I mean, Dumbo looked pretty dreadful. It, yeah, watch the cartoon. Sure, I'm not even take a take your kids, take your kids to see it. But if I've never you seen want, them. I keep telling you, if this, you want I don't some, know where they are, right? If you want some, your kids, all right. If you want some nostalgia, right? Watch the originals. That's all I'll say. Well, you see, uh, I don't, I don't have any nostalgia for Dumbo particularly, uh, uh, but Aladdin is arguably my favourite yeah. Disney animated film. Okay, I'd be surprised if the live action does not make you angry. Yeah, that's, that's why what I I'll say. It. Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know that style of acting that? <laughs> that, that people do when they know people are watching them and they think, oh, I'm acting now. And they're, they're kind of, huh? 
they got like that little smile. They got that oh, right. little smile oh, like behind me their acting. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got that little smile behind their. F- they're trying to act. You can see they're, they're doing a good job, but they just finished their line and they're like, "Huh? Yeah, just I just did it. I just did an. I just did an acting." And then, and then uh, there's lots of that in it. Okay. There's lots of these awkward like, oh, I just said a line. How's How's Big Willy Millennium? He's the best thing about it, really. I like Will really? Smith. I've got a good thing for. I got a good thing for him. Going, <laughs> I got a thing for him. I've always kind of liked Will Smith. I think he's, I think he's a good dude. Uh, you know, Scientology stuff aside, no doubt he's. I like really, seeing him. He's a good positive yeah. role model. But we've talked about this before. His career, I think, is in the doldrums. I mean, did you see, did you see Gemini Man, for instance? No, I, I skipped it when I. So, so I was going to go. In, I, I had planned to go and see it with a friend, and. Um, <laughs> I went not I don't put a lot of stock into the ratings but when I saw it had 12%. So there's been a lot of that this year where there's films that I think have looked really poor from the advertising and then I wait to see what the initial reviews are like. I don't read the in-depth review I just like get a flavor like the Twitter reactions are good for things like this. Yeah, right. Um and so Gemini Man I skipped those Disney films including The Lion King I skipped Dark Phoenix, I skipped. Men in Black International, I skipped. No, missed it. So, you know, that's a lot of the big blockbusters this year that just did not appeal to me at all. Agreed. And and actually, if you'd asked me at the beginning of the summer, I would have said, I'm excited for all of those. Yeah. Because they're all, like, hit home. I was even having a plan of, like, watching all the X-Men movies and building my way up to Dark Phoenix again. You know, give Apocalypse another go, see what that's like. Yeah, it's, I tried nope, to watch it a second didn't do time. It. it was unwatchable. Didn't do it. Um, so right at the beginning of the year, I made a prediction. And this isn't, you know, this wasn't a tough one to call. But I t- predicted that Marvel would have $3 billion properties this year in Mar- Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, and Avengers Endgame. Right. Nailed it. Um, yeah, sorry. Those are the films of the year, th- of the year so far. <clears throat> well, I think Endgame definitely. I think Captain Marvel and the Spider-Man sequel were that's fine. They were, yeah, they were second tier Marvel. Yeah, but for compare me. them to the other films that we've just for listed. Sure. For sure, no, no contest. But the two films that stuck out for me this summer were uh, Booksmart, which is a film that Olivia Wilde directed. Don't know. Yeah, don't know. It's uh, super I like bad Olivia Wilde. She's great. The actress. Yeah, she's not in it, yeah. but she wrote and directed it. It's yeah, cool. It's marvelous film. Really funny, really sweet, really positive. Nice. Um, and the Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, that's uh, my film of the year. I so missed. Far. I missed that. Yeah, and probably had I seen that. You see, I saw Joker recently. Yeah. And that film, like, given the list of films I've seen, I haven't seen Tarantino. I haven't seen that other one that Tarantino's me. I haven't seen the other one. Joker's my film of the year so far. I know, I, and I don't want to get into a, like a thing about it because I, I, I've only heard from you. People are divided around it, but it's yeah. like, I, I just take it as a film on its own. It's like that's a fascinating movie. Like it, it stuck with me, and I can't say that about many other films this year. Not my film of the year. Uh, I wouldn't even quite say it's a five star film for me. That it's definitely got problems, and some of it is problematic. But I thought a fantastic piece of cinema, um, very uh, shocking, more so than I thought it would be. Yeah. 
Um, and I like that it divided audience. I like that it started a yeah. debate. I don't like how one note a lot of the reaction to it was, but ultimately the film uh, stands on its own terms. And I what think is that will... one note? What does that mean? Criticism? Just that it's sympathetic to a type of character who would sit on the internet and try and cancel the female Ghostbusters movie. You know, like Arthur Fleck is or could be held up as a sympathetic version of the kind of mentally ill loner who takes a gun into a school. Now, I don't think for anyone who's seen that's the, film, the criticism of it. That's the main that's, criticism. That's a criticism of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and oh, there's certainly okay. it, that felt dangerous going into it, but I think the yeah. film uh, walked a tightrope uh, very, very cleverly uh, around that subject and around mental illness and, yeah. Is is he sympathetic? And I think if you can come out of the film and say, you know what, he was sympathetic to a degree and still deplorable, yeah. the film's done its job. That was my sense. That's why it yeah. stayed with me. That's the main reason why I'm like, this is a much more interesting film. You know me. I hate shock for shock's sake. Yeah. It really bothers me when people do that. Like the guy, the, apparently, uh, this isn't, this is secondhand information. Uh, the Black Mirror guy, what's his name? Charlie Brooker. Yes. Charlie Brooke has come out and said like, cause I'm going through them. And I said to a friend of mine, I'm, I'm working my way through them. There's one in particular that I watched recently that I can't, I, I just, I'm not happy. I've seen it, but I'm just okay. going to work my way through them because I'm bored of people saying, have you seen black mirror? I'm like, I want to be able to reference it. You know, it was the one where there was the, the woman who had killed a little girl with her partner. Spoilers for Black Mirror. They put her on trial, and it's it's some dystopian future where, well, not that dystopian. Some people might really agree with this, where they basically televise. They give her some drug that erases her memory, and they put her through the same or similar ordeal that she's been through. Mm -hmm. And they put her on trial, and they do it again and again and again. They repeat the performance. It was an interesting concept, interesting idea. I'm not pleased it's gone into my eyeballs. I didn't enjoy it. And I know that that's the point. Uh, well, I felt like that was the point of that particular Yeah, I think Black thing. Mirror is... It, Do you know it, the episode I'm talking about? I think so. I don't think yeah. I watched all of it, to be honest. But right. um, but that's the way I feel about Black Mirror now. It used to be that you'd get three of them and they were all essential. And as they've done more uh, on Netflix, I, I find that there's one or two that really stand out and the others are very... One note. They're, they're, they're sort yeah. of a, a one gag kind of yeah. concept thing. And, and some of them are just deeply unpleasant. Yeah. And, and that's what he said. He's like, he's done with doing that. He's done with just shock for shock's sake. And yeah. and the the year for films, I I admit, I know what I see now why you want to do it. It's not been good. It's not been great. Uh, it's certainly not comparable to other years as we were going through some of them in our third 3.5 season or whatever we want to call well, it well there hasn't been a Mission Impossible fallout this year there, that's there hasn't. Sure. no there hasn't been and uh, so for blockbuster films I don't know that we've got it yet I, I'd argue Endgame for me if we're just talking about blockbusters Endgame that, did it that is definitely the big blockbuster yeah. movie of the year we've still got Star Wars around the corner I'm very excited yeah. about that yeah um, but yeah I think that again the more lacklustre the summer season becomes the more I find that my favourite films of the year are, are very low-budget films. I saw a film yeah. just last night called My Name is Dolomite with Eddie Murphy. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah American Woman, 
Sienna Miller's film that just came out. I thought that was fantastic. And a Chinese film from the director of Hero uh, called Shadow. It's by no means a low-budget film, but beautiful. Hero is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I think you'd really like Shadow. Cool. I really recommend that. Cool. I'm going to have to uh, get, get the list from you. Yeah. Here we are then in the in the autumn or the fall, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And Terminator Dark Fate is out. Now, without reviewing the entire series up to this point, I would say the five films that precede Dark Fate mm-hmm. uh, exemplify the law of diminishing returns. I think one and two are, are classics in, the, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Three is good. Yeah. Four is not good. Yeah. And five is rubbish. Deplorable. And yeah, I, I I agree. I feel like I'm gonna say something controversial. But I'm I don't know whether we're starting yet. Do you wanna know what I think about the Well film? yeah, so I was just gonna right. say, you know, like expectations are, are pretty low. Oh yeah, there was uh, zero J- for me. Yeah. James Cameron has come back as a producer and uh, helped out with the story, not the right. screenplay. Yeah, that was and, my that my exciting thing that he was involved. And I think anything in the in the publicity materials is fair game. So we know that Linda Hamilton's back. We know that Arnold Schwarzenegger's back. Before we give our opinions on it, uh, I had a piece of correspondence from Michael Harvey, uh, who's ah. been a long time supporter of ours. Yeah. Uh, so hi Michael, thanks for sticking with us through thick and thin. Um, and I have to say, this seems to epitomise the critical consensus. So not everyone agrees with this, but this is what the majority of reviews have said up to this point. So this is from Michael: another Terminator sequel. Yeah, but it's a good un, a damned good un. It's not going to revolutionise action cinema, but it has a surprisingly strong story. A terrifying and relentless new Terminator in the form of the Rev-9, brackets, the son of a bitch, is fast. Strong new characters. Hell, it just feels right. The real star, though, is Linda Hamilton. She's absolutely superb as the battle-hardened Sarah Connor, and she's rightly at the heart of this story. Let's not forget Arnold, though. He's at the top of his Terminating game here, and I really enjoyed this new take on the character, and we get a few tips in the draperies business too. I don't know if this will be successful enough for another film, but I think this is the first Terminator sequel since T2 you could be proud of. I think quite a few of the reviews that I've read seem to agree with that. What do you think, Alex? I told him, don't do it. It's a little girl's room. You need, you want butterflies and, and polka dots. Okay. Yep. Best line of the movie, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And that is... Damning with faint praise. Okay. I, I'm, I'm Michael, Michael, Michael. I'm so sorry. Normally, you know, I'm like, yeah, good points. Yeah, cool. Ah, uh, good. I've heard some people say, because I, anyone who knows me or listens regularly, I do my best to minimize all contact with anything. YouTube video headlines, tweets, anything that would reveal anything about the movie. I want to go in blind i don't watch trailers i don't i go in without knowing anything and i'd say i managed to do that with this i i saw nothing about it i i knew who was in it yeah yeah. that's about it i didn't know that what's her name from blade runner mackenzie davis mackenzie davis i didn't know she was in it so that was a surprise okay i managed to miss that she was in it which is that was cool 
And she's in Black Mirror as well, but you may not have seen her episode yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, that's a very good episode, that it one. It is. Yeah, Sergio yeah. Perez is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of on-screen presences, she was she was a highlight for me, for sure. I think she did very well in her role as it was written. Linda Hamilton, I think, did quite well. But again, for what she was given. I am... I put my expectations down to Terminator Genesis level. Just to, just saying, just thought I just went in thinking to myself, there's not really a big chance it's going to be any better than that movie. I was hoping it would be better than Terminator 3, which you and I have discussed at, well, at length in one podcast, but, but, but also from time to time mentioned that we seem to find ourselves in a minority of people who actually quite like it, in particular the ending. I think it was a bold ending. I did not see anything anywhere near as bold as the ending of Terminator 3 in this movie. Zero. They up the stakes. You can expect bigger action, different, different, slightly different Terminators and, and uh, alternate timelines. <laughs> That's like, there is some change to the to Terminator law ever so slightly. Um, there's one big um, fuck you from James Cameron, which I don't know if I wait for spoilers in it, which I laughed at. I thought, oh, fair play. You just, you really, you really sold it that everything that happened, every Terminator film that happened since T2 last time uh, was, is bullshit. So fine. That's, that's the one ballsy thing I'll say. Yeah, that's, that's one way of saying like, ignore everything that you know. But <laughs> At the same time, it didn't deliver on that for me. So you see, you see something very early on that does that, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Like rewrite Terminator history for me. It's it suffers, it almost suffers just as badly in in, in my opinion, from uh, the same sequelitis that Genesis suffered from, which is like, let's just put in the beats that we know Terminator fans like, and let's get, let's have it had all these hat tipping to past Terminator moments. It's like. Look, I know T2 did that, but T2 was brilliant. T2 was a good plot. It had a good writing. The writing in this is it's like is like how many fucking um one-liners and uh, how many things can we shoehorn in and and like it, everything felt contrived to the point where we, let's have somebody say this line and let's let's have someone say this bit and I think the performances were fine. I'm I'm not going to fault them. I I think that the the main hero if you want i don't know what her name is natalia D- reyes yeah natalia dina danny. danny danny sorry daniela danny ramos yeah i uh she's fine but i nothing that's all I, she is though isn't it let's face it yeah <coughs> i mean I, I love i love mackenzie davis i've loved everything that she's in she and did I, not do a thing wrong in this i, I think i'm not saying that she wise. did yeah yeah but i think that's where the the script just isn't there because any time she was beating the shit out of Gabriel Luna, yeah. who's the new Terminator, yeah, I thought you look fucking awesome. Like yeah. you, I never would have thought that you'd Buy be it. an action hero, but you, no. you could be an action hero. Yeah, and even if some of it's CG, I don't care. Like it works. But the film, the the script is so perfunctory. Like it's action set piece. Good. I'm glad you said it. God, I've been so worried. Piece, <laughs> I've been so worried that you're actually no, going to tell I'm, me you disagree I'm, with me genuinely baffled yeah at good. the pass that this good. film is getting did you what did you think if you predicted my reaction what did you think i was gonna say um 
Did you think I th- I'd like it more? I thought you would be kinder to it. Yes, I thought you'd be sort the of one- three star. Well, I, even though I'm saying everything I'm saying, I'm still going to give it three stars. But I disagree vehemently with people that say it's the best Terminator movie since T2. That's what bugs me. Is T, T3 is. <laughs> yeah, and, and you absolutely nailed it. There is no single concept in this film that is anywhere near as imaginative as several that are in T3, in fact. Yeah. Not just the ending. The way yeah. that the John Connor character evolves in that film and they bring in Catherine Brewster. She was great. I, I much prefer to any of the new characters in this. And it's really shocking to me. I, we will talk about this in spoilers. I'm not going to say what happens. But the first sort of two or three minutes of the film, yeah, I didn't expect. And I yeah. thought, well, okay, you are yeah. really setting something up here. Yeah. Okay, this is a statement. Yeah. You have made a statement of intent. Yeah. And I am here for you, film. It, now, it, it, now yeah. do something with it. Yeah. And the more Good. the film went on, the more it reminded me of Genesis. Yeah. Yes. And I can't believe that people are giving it a pass. Now, it is, don't get me wrong, a better film than Genesis. A hundred percent. But I'll be honest. I have taken iPhone videos of my turds that are better <laughs> films than Genesis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's not a benchmark really, that you should no, be proud not. of. It's not. I would even say this. Terminator, Salv- Terminator Salvation is a film that is so hard to remember. It is yeah. completely forgettable. I and I've I'm seen it four it times. Now. I'm going to give it another go. I always forget it. But there is more visual inventiveness in that film than I think there is in this. Yeah. I think there are sequences in this film where the effects are bad. Oh my god! Uh, the 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 one scene at the beginning that that like makes you go, okay, I'm on board, fucking cool. It's 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 not well. It is better because it's like cinema level, but it's basically a video game cutscene. Yeah, uh, like it's it's not it's pretty good. Like if you saw that video in your video game, you're amazing. You like the graphics are amazing, but like when you're comparing it to the rest of the movie, it's like. They could have stylistically shown that film, like that 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 film, that clip. They should have just stylized it and made it like a well, memory. You see, but, that, that didn't upset me. It was no. it wasn't necessarily believable, yeah. but it didn't upset me because that was the statement moment. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's interesting. I didn't expect it actually. You surprised yeah. me with that. Yeah, same reaction. Um, yeah, and nothing else in the film surprised oh, me. Oh wait, was, wait. At the beginning, there was something that was really amazing, actually. It's Sarah Connor's speech from T2. <laughs> when she's in... Um, which which she's in holding. And yeah, yeah. in the run-up to this, I, wa- I re-watched Terminator and T2. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, I'm going to reset the franchise in my mind and like think this is the next film. Because that's, that's the point. Anyone who doesn't know, that just in case you haven't already got it from our conversation so far... It, the order of chronology, as far as James Cameron concerned, is none of the Terminators that came after T2 are canon for him. Yeah. And this right. film is what happens afterwards. So it, it, it tells you that by saying, look, this is Sarah Connor and T2. Now, I was watching it at the same time as a friend of mine. And we were messaging each other. And I wrote, I said, God, Linda Hamilton's a good actress. Like, to have, like, she hasn't really ever been ever done enough or been used enough because she's got this range to be Sarah Connor in that first film 
to see her the evolution of her character. We we talked all about this in our first podcasts about about this. But then who she becomes in T two, it's brilliant. And that scene where she's telling everybody, you know, anyone who's not wearing two million sunblocks gonna have a pretty yeah, bad yeah. day. It, it's and it's brilliant. The, and it's the juxtaposition in that sequence as well of because that is in 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 itself a video flashback within T two. It is of her six months previous. Oh, good. And it's juxtaposed with a much softer Sarah Connor who's watching it yeah. and trying to convince. And and you you see that whole range in that one scene. Oh, she God. is brilliant in that film, and I don't think she's brilliant in this one. Do you think? And, and I actually think I actually think in continuing her story, they've kind of done violence to the legacy of Sarah Connor's character. I know a lot of people were really pissed off that she died off screen NT3. She had cancer or whatever. Fine, But I think turning her into an alcoholic that doesn't care about anything in this film, which I did not believe, by the way, I didn't yeah, believe it. I, it, I don't mind that actually. Right. If I, I think they should have just upped it a little bit more. So there's a scene again, without spoiling, there's a scene where she's in handcuffs and she's being taken away by uh, a police officer of some kind. And she gets free, but it's like, I just think it would have been more in keeping with the character if she was a bit more off the rails. She's a bit more psychotic. I'd say more when I get, we get into spoilers, because it will spoil it, saying what I wanted her character to be like. I don't believe that she is, they, they tell us she is. So Sarah Connor at this point, it's 22 years after the events of T2. And we learn at some point, I don't think this is spoilery, what she's been doing all that time. Can I say it? We just learn what she, her main activity has been chasing down Terminators that have been popping into existence from the future. Yeah, so they, they successfully avoided um, Judgment Day, but there have been multiple attempts since, let's just put it that way. Yeah, and she doesn't know why, she doesn't know how, but that's what she's been doing so she's still badass she isn't she when when ben says like she's an alcoholic whatever she's not just like sat in a trailer somewhere drinking her life away you know working in a diner again like when she was you know before all of this stuff um she's she's a badass i don't believe it as the evolution of sarah Connor. she's a cartoon character yeah she's we're supposed to understand that she has basically been doing the same thing for 20 years. Yeah. She hasn't evolved. I she, don't know. She, she, yeah. yeah and, go on. and the yeah. reason that I say that that's violence to the, the Sarah Connor character, I understand that there is an inciting incident that changes her worldview, which we'll talk about in spoilers. Fair enough. But her last line in T2 is, if a machine can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. And then the next Brilliant. time we see her, yeah. she doesn't really seem to care about anything there's a kind right. of a general feeling right. that humans are better than terminators right. so yeah <laughs> there's a line right that i think they're watching the edit and they're going oh fuck we don't we don't really have any motivation for sarah here i know why don't we just get mackenzie davis to ask her why do you care yeah. and then and then she'll just tell tell the audience why she cares I and mean, oh yeah yeah that's good and it looks like it was even done in ADR. They're like in a crowd and all that during that scene. It's like, okay. And she she gives us this. Re oh, it's not ADR. Sorry, they're not in a crowd. It's it's when they stop under the bridge to ditch a car. 
And she she gives this motivational explanation that's like, mm, all right. And the, but the film does that time and time again. Every scene. There is a sequence in an aeroplane, right? In the cockpit of an aeroplane. That is a big data dump. It's a big exposition dump, right? Yeah. And it's terrible. It, yeah. It's supposed to tell us. Oh, man, I'm so us, glad. I'm so glad. It's supposed to tell us why we should care about this no. Danny Ramos character. And this is well over an hour into the film, I think. Oh, my God. And I've, I've got some ideas. For ages going, have I, have I missed something? Like, why, what's the deal with this girl? We know this. That's the other thing. It's not a surprise. But the film keeps you, doing this. It's like you, every if time you, it's not blowing by something By the time up, we stops. get to the airplane scene, if you are surprised by the revelations in that airplane scene, you have not seen a movie before. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. You, have, you, you don't watch films. And, and that was the point that I completely gave up on this <laughs> film. Because you didn't walk out, did you? I seriously oh, thought man. about it. No, no, because I knew we were doing this. Good, good. I didn't. But genuinely, if I'd gone to see this any other time, yeah, I would have done. Probably oh, before then, actually, because I was so bored yeah. and disappointed. And I couldn't believe that once again, <laughs> they'd done a tame remake of Terminator 2. That's what happened. That's it. Which is what they tried to do with Genesis. Did someone, in in the pitch meeting, when they were putting it all together and J- Jimmy Cameron's there, is like, I want these things. I want to go back to the original. I want to go back. Okay. And some of the statements he's made, they sound like, I, no offense to James, James Cameron, I love so much of his work. He's a genius. But the, yeah, so all previous positive statements are still intact. But it feels like he's an old guy who's pissed off that his pet project or one of the things that got him his start has been butchered. And he kind of wants to remind everybody about how great it was. It's like, just re-release the original two movies or something. But I, I'd see, he came out and endorsed Genesis before it came out. Yeah, and I think that was like to buy a yacht or something. I no? don't think he really cares about this franchise anymore. Obviously, he cares about Avatar. Yeah. And the more films that come out, the higher in people's estimation his Terminator films become. You cannot touch those films. And Terminator 2 is not a perfect That's an interesting film. way to think about it. That's, that's a very interesting way to think about it. It was a safe bet for him not to direct it, not to he write the screenplay. Lose. He can't lose. Yeah, because, yeah. because it's like, well, you know. But so in the pitch meeting, I'm like, so in this thing, you want a sequence on a bridge. Yeah. Who did a good action sequence on a bridge recently? Tim Miller. All right. Yeah, Let's- he's really got a boner for bridges, isn't he? Yeah, it's not fucking Deadpool, man. Deadpool, by the way, yeah. This isn't, like... But that's that's the thing. There's one-liners and quips in this that do not fit. They don't work. I don't know how to say it. They're like... Well, I They're supposed to be comedy relief, but there wasn't any tension anyway for me to be relieved from. (laughs) Yeah. They feel contrived. Everything feels contrived. Nothing feels character-driven. I don't believe any of the characters... That's my that's my thing. I re- I really liked it though. <laughs> well, well, also also on the reason that I mentioned the effects is because I I didn't watch all of T two, but it was on TV last week, and yeah. I, I watched it for about half an hour. It's still like it's it's phenomenal as a Beautiful. piece of action cinema. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible, and I'm watching it, and I'm still thinking, okay, I can see the the seams on the T one thousand now, but but still, 
That is an effective special effect. Yeah. That still works for really. the character. Not really. The T-1000 is still one of the greatest uh, antagonists in cinema history, yeah. right? They're never, never going to top it in the Terminator franchise, that's for sure. And there were so many pieces of this film where I was looking at it and there's there's lots of money on the screen, but there's no weight. There's no, you know, I know that that is just a bunch of pixels hitting another bunch of pixels. And it really, it really affected this film in a way that the Marvel films don't. I can sit watching mm. Civil War or Endgame and know that that might be 100% computer generated what's in yeah. front of me right now. Except for Black Panther. The last it, fight scene in Black Panther is pretty shit. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's not great. Yeah. Not all of the films work, don't get me wrong. No, no. But Endgame is a good yeah, example. Yeah, like yeah. The portals scene in Endgame... There's so much CG flying around there, yeah. but you it, You're it in lands it. Yeah. with emotion and force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's weight, and there's right. none of that in this. I agree. Even with how cool Mackenzie Davis looks, you know, going at someone with a pipe, and she does. We, there, there's elements of um, of Arnie's character that yeah. we have to say for spoilers, but yeah. I think we should talk about Arnie. This is the Arnithology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How I, how yeah. did you feel about him in this? Right. So just to speak to what you were just saying about the effects, I will say this about lots of films. There's a lot of cool in it. There's a lot of cool. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. That's a cool idea. But I'm at that point now with with movies, with films, where it's like I couldn't give a shit. Like I'm 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 here to watch a film. If I'll, I'll just let's get the fucking making of documentary, then then that's. Fu- That'll be interesting. Like, how do you make that effect? How do you? Oh, that's cool. Or, well, I think, or you know, one of those books that like gives you all the artwork. The from, art of yeah, yeah. 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 And and that, cool. that that's how I feel about Zack Snyder's DC yeah. movies is he'll sacrifice the emotion of a scene for an iconic image, yeah. and and it would look great on your wall, yeah. but it's not an emotional cinematic it's not experience. It's yeah. not enough, and and it makes me sad. I hope. This film doesn't do well. I'm really sorry. I, I don't want it to do well. The same reason why I don't want the Terminator, the Terminator, the Transformer franchises to do well. I don't like this aesthetic over quality and story. It's it it really bothers me. I it would take nothing to make this better. That's how I feel. Like at one or two extra elements to make this a better movie. Arnie, I'm one about to say. Is just because I'm doing this podcast, probably. I, I can, I've got a mega bias. And again, if this is the first episode you listen to, I don't know why it is, but if it is, Ben and I have watched every single Arnie movie, like every single one. It just made me kind of have a sort of real endearing kind of like, I smile when he comes on screen, when he does things, when he says things. And even when it's something shit, you know, it doesn't matter to me. It's kind of like this, I get this warm, Feeling of like, yeah, the first time I laughed in the movie, the first time I smiled at all, that's something that was supposed to be funny, was when Arnie was on screen. Mm. And it's like, um, you're waiting for how long of the movie? It's over half before he's on screen. It's right around the halfway point, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, which isn't too bad. I, if for the script, for what it is, it's, I see how it builds to that, and it's fine. Arnie himself did absolutely fine with the character that he was given. Um. It gave an Arnie performance. I think there's nothing wrong with what he did with the character he was given. Uh, I've got comments on it, but it will spoil if I if I say them now on the character itself. But as far as he was, it was fine. 
I found him enjoyable. He seemed relaxed. He seemed like Arnie doing an Arnie role. He wasn't as tired as he's been in in other films or or is in um, like Killing Gunther, stuff like that, where he's just a parody of himself. But now that I'm saying that, I wouldn't fault. So I was enjoying it because it's just been a while since I've seen Arnie in something. But now I'm hearing myself say out loud, I wouldn't blame anybody for saying, what the fuck are you talking about, Alex? He was exactly a parody of himself. That's what he was doing. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's an okay. interesting thing. I mean, we always seem to, or I do anyway, seem yeah. to dwell on his physical appearance because so much of his persona is around his physicality. He's an icon. But, but once again, um, I was blown away at, at how good he looked for a man in his 70s it's, now. It's cool. Um, I thought you looked you know, cool. He's, he's built up again. He's you know, stockier than he used to be in a, in a kind of not muscly way, let's say still incredibly muscly. Um, He's huge, but but he got a bit fat. That's all. Yeah. Um, What are you going to do? But, um, you know, given all the problems that he's had with his heart over the years, I think he's had six heart operations now. Really? Wow. I didn't realize that. And he is, uh, I'd say a little bit older than Linda Hamilton. And when you see them side by side, you go, well, that's the product of a healthy lifestyle, I guess. Um, yeah. Not to rag on, you know, Linda Hamilton, but she's made no bones about how she drinks and smokes. And you look Do at. Do you think her that's in why this, that's in the script? I would to like explain. Yeah, I like, think so. Her her look. She looks like a woman in her sixties who's done a lot of drinking and smoking, doesn't she? <laughs> Albeit one who hit the gym pretty hard. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, and and I think yes, he is he is effortless to a degree in this film that I think the the majority of the other performers don't manage to be, including the oh, I'm newcomers. Relieved. I'm uh, relieved. Gabriel Again, I, I was f- worried. I was afraid you were going to say he was bad. No, no, he's fine. Think, it's it's only doing with the what he's been doing the, those last few years. He's, yeah, not, uh, the, he's not really different from his character. and He's less humorous. No, and I think he was fine in this. A genuine highlight for me. But Good. again, I came back to that feeling of, I think what Arnie likes about the Terminator character these days isn't what I liked about the Terminator character right. of old. Um, yeah, so he's I was doing wondering, his spin on it. Yeah, I was I, wondering, do you think he had a hand in it? Do you think he like said, I'll do it if? And he likes He likes the Terminator to be funny, doesn't he? Yeah, the fucking Elton John glasses, man. That was a low point, sure. Yeah, um, but it's but it's reminding me of things like him wanting to do twins, right? We got to the point in his career where he was like really wanting to do comedy. Yeah, and I think there's elements of that still leaking through in his character here. I think he's a funny guy, and I think right, I think he, he, he probably wants to evolve beyond, or he clearly uh, has wanted to evolve that character beyond what it was in the first Terminator beyond even what it was in the second Terminator. And if there's one thing that I will give the credit for, it's that they do at least run with the idea that it is a learning computer. The the 101 yeah, is a learning computer. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It's one of my notes. Um, yeah. Where I where they took it, I'm not massively sold on it, but by no means the worst thing that the film did, no. because at least there was an idea there. Yeah. Um. And we will talk about that in spoilers. So I think Arnie was fine in this. I really, really hope this is his last Terminator film. I um, think that's why the the that line is in there. I won't be back line, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think I, he will be back. He's he is too old now. If there um, is another really. Terminator, in a, if there is another Terminator movie with an Arnie-like Terminator in it, it's going to be a CG one. I think. I mean, really, at this point, the franchise has surely proven that you don't really need the T eight hundred anymore. It's, it, it is an obsolete model. Yeah, and. I just kind of want the whole fucking thing to die now. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Cause that's one of my conclusions. It has it's to like, stop. It's like it the Alien stop. franchise, you know? Like, yeah, Aliens yeah. is cool. But you did two really great films. You did a quite a good third one. And everything since then has been bollocks. And it's the I'd same say the same Terminator for this. films. Yeah. Yeah. I do not get it. Even Commode said, this is the best Terminator movie since... And I... Since um, T2... And and I just, I can't disagree more. It feels like it's trying to do way too many things. And I don't think that the franchise can conceptually handle it. Because it's already got so much going on. Like, in terms of its ideas. It's like, it it does, this film doesn't exist as a standalone film. No. But here's the thing. And it should have. T2 is a standalone film. You can watch T2 without watching the first Terminator. Just about. Yeah. But... Here's the thing about it rewriting the timeline after T2. Imagine that this film came out in like 1999. Yeah. I don't think the people that are giving it a pass now would have done. Good point. I think they would have said, well, this is just a retread. This is just a retread of T2. I agree. You're right. They'd have to. No, it's just so obviously. So I don't don't buy it. No, I'm and not I drinking think, the Kool Aid on this one. No, no, I Ali can't. Balls. And, and I think it is because we've had such bad sequels. Yeah, but again, I'm really pleased that the Ornithology stamp of approval for best Terminator film since T2 is T3. Yeah, and so let's be clear on this. I know that we have spent hours talking about T3. That film has problems, for sure. But, but it it at least is trying to do something new with the franchise, and I don't really feel that this film is. That's the main point. I think that's the main takeaway. And that ultimately, for Terminator fans, I think you're not a fan if you're not disappointed. I think if you're just a fan of seeing more Terminator shit, of just seeing more Terminators fighting, of seeing Linda Hamilton being a badass, you'll enjoy this film. You'll like Shots it. Shots fired at Michael Harvey. Little bit. <laughs> the last half an hour. Sorry, Michael. Really, I'm sorry. Don't at me. Um... Michael, you so, can me. So, I think, have we made a game of reboot, remake, whatever, redundant now? Not yet. We're going to do it. All right. Well, let's get into some spoilery talk then, because we've been talking about it for a while. What, so, you, you're still giving this film a three rating? Three out yeah, of five? Because it's like, if I, just for the film alone, it wasn't badly made. The script's not great. I don't, I think a two just feels unfair, because... Because of what it is, because of I want I want Linda Hamilton to have a career again. You know, I think she's an excellent actress. I like stuff that Arnie's in. It gets all these passes for me. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. I'll go a little bit further and say it's actually a pretty bad movie. Yeah, I think I've given worst films a three. So I don't know. My ratings are all over the place anyway. Uh, it's I, it's a two at best for me. Yeah, I just. Uh, I don't think that the reasons I've given why I'm giving it a three are good reasons. Just, it's what I feel like. I feel well, like I'll tell you, it a three. 
I'd say what I was thinking about when I was watching the film, because you and me messaged back and forth about how rewatchable T2 is. And yeah. I think it's definitely one of the films I've seen yeah. the most times out of all of the films I've seen. And I don't, I can't see myself ever watching this film again more than once. I, I went back and to. watched Genesis once to. more. No. So there's no rewatch value. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a factor for sure. Well, I, I went on to IMDb when I got home from the film mm. just to see what the score was like, see if there was any yeah. spoilery kind of trivia that I could find out about the film. Right. Um, and I saw all of the scores that I've given for previous Terminator films. Oh, cool. Right. So I'd given Terminator 1, 10 out of 10. Terminator 2, 9 out of 10. Terminator 3, 6 out of 10. Terminator Salvation, I think of 5, actually. Mm. Um, and Terminator Genesis 1. So I ended up giving this one 3 out of 10, which is a two-star film, I think. Yeah. I, this is something that upsets me, is I, I've got, just got this app. I don't even know where the percentages are coming from. It's for booking movies and the thing. I can see Joker on here is 68%, and Terminator Dark Fate is 67%. Yeah, that's crazy. Is that critics or is that... It, it's It's just got a tomato next to it. What does that mean? It must be a Rotten Tomato score then. Yeah. So it's critics. Right. Wow. Well, there you it, go. It's weird. I don't know. I, I don't know. Not Maybe fresh they're... from the Ornithology, in my opinion. Yeah, but no, no, not fresh. They're definitely rotten. So the spoiler collection. So the scene that we've been alluding to um, that opens the film after we have the video of Sarah Connor talking to Dr. Silverman from T2 is Sarah and John uh, on a beach. It looks like Mexico or something like that. They're always talking about going to Mexico and they're happy. Yeah. And then from the shadows, from the sea. And it is, it is young Sarah and young John. It's like straight after T2, right? Yeah. yeah so they've de-aged Linda Hamilton. She looks just like she did in T2. Yeah. They've got an actor standing in for Edward Furlong. Yeah. And Who they... gets a credit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Edward Furlong, like age 13 or whatever he was. And then Arnie's T-800 comes and shotgun to the chest, yeah. kills John Connor. Just... And then just saunters yeah. off. Now, that is a statement of intent. That's saying everything you thought yeah. about everything that's come since, everything that happened at T-T. John Connor's dead. Is done, right? John Connor's dead. And it also introduces this idea that I really liked. Yeah. Okay. That also derails a lot of what follows in this film. Yeah. Which is that the Terminator that was sent back to save. To protect John Connor. John, yeah. Was one of many of that model that was sent back at the same time. Yeah. At different places. To try and kill him. So it wasn't just the T-1000 that went back. They sent back an Arnie model to kill John Connor at other places. So yeah. in the years since, Sarah Connor has been hunting down these other Terminator models that are now yeah. rogue living in America or living in the rest of the world. Yeah. Awesome. That's how we have Arnie's older Terminator in this film who has settled down. Yeah. Has a wife and child. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. It's amazing. It's amazing. And runs a drapery business. Wh but why they had to have all of that? That's my biggest thing. What's the need for... Why does this Terminator need 
to have a family. He could have literally just sat down in a forest somewhere. Oh, he, literally. That's fine. Just, that didn't bother me. And and right, I thought, it just doesn't and, make sense. Well, again, you know, we have. Let's work this backwards. They had to figure out a way to have an old Arnie in this film. They came up with an inelegant solution for that. Okay, but. There was an interesting idea in that, which is that when the Terminator completes its mission, it generally is supposed to shut down or something, but yeah. it can't self-terminate. Fair enough. That's in keeping with canon. So, so he merged. He carried on being a, lear- a learning computer. He learned empathy. Right. Which I right. like all that because that fits with, uh, you know, I, I now know why you cry. It's right. something I can never do. The the stuff with the drapery business, that's classic Arnie wanting to make the Terminator funny stuff. Which is fine. I don't care about that. Yeah. It's whatever. But the idea that he would be actually quite a good husband to a widow mm-hmm. and the reasons that he gives, you know, I'm a good listener. Yeah. I'm patient. Yeah. And I'm very funny. Yeah. It's a good line. I laughed. It's okay. I laughed out it loud. Good. Yeah, it was fine. And they even addressed... Because as that scene's yeah. playing out, I'm thinking, wait, does this Terminator bone down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they addressed it. And they he say says, no. we're not physical. Yeah. I was like, okay, you're stretching things a little bit there, but okay. Well, he would fucking crush her. <laughs> like, he wouldn't. I know, but even in a even in a, a very, uh, let's say, platonic uh, agreement yeah. of a marriage, yeah. I would expect after the years that they spent together to, at some point, have yeah, fooled around. I've done some fooling you know? around. But you, well, you could, but you could also argue that somebody who's been in a, a sort of abusive relationship, like they say that he right. was going to kill her child. Yeah. Right. So it's like that can traumatize somebody enough to be like, I don't want anything. For sure. People. Right. Sure. So I can understand them being in that relationship. They did well in to explain it in that way. But my big, fine. my big question but, is why. Well. That wasn't my my problem. Right. My problem with it was if we now have the idea introduced that I'm going to put a pin in Legion and just call it Skynet. <laughs> Why? No, come on. Let's call it Legion. Let's explain. Well, let's all explain. I'm going to say is, yeah. do you remember in Genesis yeah. when they kept saying Genesis is Skynet and Skynet is Genesis? Yeah. Legion is Skynet and Skynet is Legion. Okay, fair enough. It's as simple as that, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. Okay. But explain that because I—that's something I didn't care about. So whilst I was really bugged by the fact that the Terminator had a family, you—you were bugged by this, but it didn't. I didn't care. I just thought it's a different version because they've just done exactly the same thing that Genesis did. Fair enough. That was it. Was bad, but it doesn't matter. No, but the more the film reminds right. me of Genesis. Oh, I see. Well, fair enough. The more problematic fine, fine, that fine. is for the film. Yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of plot and stuff like that, it's like it makes sense know. to just say this is going to happen no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Right. We know that right. this is inevitable right. now. It's okay. But but yeah. so so Skynet, Legion, Genesis, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, Skynet. They have the capacity to send back multiple Terminators. Yeah. Which which just makes sense if you've yeah. got the technology. Why didn't you do that thirty five yeah. years? So then why was there only one Terminator don't, in this film? Don't. Don't. And something Because I out, don't think yeah. the Rev Nine is even a particularly logical design. Which also, right, okay, we're getting let's get into that. They show us a future with these these terminators that fucking 
badass. They got like the Doctor Octopus Terminators. They're like it reminded me of Edge of Tomorrow a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why do you send back one of those? You know, and it's like I don't know. It's not an infiltration model. You know, so I, listen. In the first two movies, you get the sense that the machines in the future are being very careful about what they send back, how they send them back. Like, that makes sense. That like well, I understood it to like, be a resource thing. Like it takes so much yeah. uh, energy and resource that they they have to very specifically. It's efficient. This one and thing. they target, yeah. and you have an inf- yeah. you have infiltration models. They're designed to 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 infiltrate and be part of humanity and be very specifically targeted. You don't want to change your timeline too much when you're dealing with time travel, right? Yeah. You want to ensure your 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 win, um, and you want to make sure that you know you don't do it, but. The, the irony of the Terminator movies is that them sending back Terminators alerted present-day humans, whether it's Sarah Connor or anyone or Miles Dyson, whatever, to the fact that Skynet's going to do this thing. And so by sending Terminators back, they undid their future inadvertently, right? So they stopped Judgment Day. John Connor still died. That didn't matter in his timeline. But the thing that this film missed which I think is crucial, is a concept called the technological singularity, right? It, is, it was co- coined by this science fiction writer called Werner Vinge, who wrote, wrote a book where he said that basically it's inevitable that technology goes develops to a point where you can no longer predict beyond that point. So a singularity in a black hole is like, it's an event horizon. Yeah, it's saying... Yeah. There are no events beyond this horizon because physics breaks down. And so likewise, that singularity is something that that has an event horizon around it. There's a central point that history is moving towards where beyond that point, you can't predict history anymore. It's, it's unpredictable because things will be so um, radically exposed to change agents yeah. that... that it's impossible for us to imagine what it would be like. Now, some people argue the industrial revolution was, was that that people only a hundred years ago would not have been able to predict the world we're in now. Even some of the, some of the cultural ideas you could say are, are, are experiencing exponential growth. And I'm not, I don't care if the film doesn't spend an awful lot of time doing it. They didn't even have to use that terminology because I don't think terminology is particularly useful actually. But the idea of, inevitability and fate they say that you have these this sort of naive human leader right that says potential future leader in in reyes whatever what's her first name natalia reyes natalia reyes who's like no fate like who's doing the whole no fate sarah connor thing right which which i don't mind that's fine but it's they missed such a big opportunity to like really show us with all the technologies that's come since 1992 and everything that we've experienced since then, they, they tried a little bit, but it's like there should be this kind of insurmountable, like monumental, like thing, like where this wave of Skynet has like of Legion is just, has, has put it seeded itself back in the past again as a means like this particular person who's going to lead a resistance right why does she matter 
Well, that's a what, big problem you know, for the film. Why, as well. why does she matter? And so, there's so many layers of problems here because it's like you take the premise and you add on top of it all that we know now about technology and where it's going and how unstoppable it, it is. That just we we can't fight against Google. You know, we can't fight against the Google algorithm that's just making us more um, divisive and more extreme in our views. That's showing us more and more extreme videos on YouTube. That that's already like <laughs> dismantling humanity. It's, there's no Terminators or war or well, anything. You, you know, the, the only way to fight against it is to unplug. Right. And the film or the film franchise has already shown us that. It did that in the first film. Yeah, it was trying to. Yeah, so. Uh, how we can't unplug. There's so much allegory in there with and the, the TV and the, screens and the monitors and stuff. Yeah. But this is the problem is the more that they try and advance certain ideas about the technology yeah. and the time yeah, yeah. loops, the time yeah, yeah. issues, the paradoxes and stuff, such. Yeah. yeah. The more retreading Terminator 2 becomes ludicrous. Yeah. And, and, you know, the the problem with that Danny Ramos character uh, really, really annoyed me this, was yeah. her arc yeah. exists in two scenes. We don't even get a montage for her. In her training, what should have been a training montage, at Arnie's house, she picks up a gun, she's trying to shoot some melons, she misses them all, right? Sarah Connor says, we don't have time for this, gives her a bigger gun, yeah. and then whispers in her ear, like, Imagine that melon killed your father. All of a sudden, she's a crack shot. What? <laughs> I have handled dude, assault it rifles. It's, yeah. so it, didn't you know? No. Didn't you no. know? All it takes is Quite passion the opposite. and anger. No, no. Yeah. Quite the opposite. Yeah. You should be completely dispassionate. Dude, that to gun would type. have floored her. That gun yes, would have... Yes, it's huge. She, it would have broken her arm. And she's a yeah. diminutive you know, child. But then the same thing happened in that sequence in the cockpit. She's still this scared, you know, relatively useless character at this point who's going, but I don't understand. I don't care about this son that I'm supposed to have. So we have a flash forward yeah. and Mackenzie Davis explains, it wasn't your son. It was you. You're, You're John leader. Connor. You're yeah. John Connor. And that's all she is. She and yeah. from that point on, oh, right, cool. I'm a badass now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe in myself. Yeah. That is, I don't care how much you like this film. I'm glad that people enjoyed it. Of course, I want people to enjoy films. Yeah, but that is objectively bad writing. No, don't. It keeps going though. Like we we've we've barely scratched the surface, but that is a major point of it. it I don't believe that she could become the leader of the resistance. I believe that Sarah Connor could become a badass by the end of Terminator. You believe saw, yeah, the Sarah Connor that you meet in T2. Because we saw it. So yeah. this is, a, this is a, a problem of scale as well, I think. Because look at how lean the storytelling is for both oh, of those good. James Cameron films. Yeah, they're good. There's, you, can, you can pitch that film in 30 seconds. Yeah. You can give pretty much all of the story in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest of the film is about their chases. They are yeah. relentless. Yeah. They're getting away from something or they're going after something. Yeah. That's what Cameron is good at. He's really good at structuring stuff. Right. And this film, you kind of already said it. Yeah. This film just wants to pile element on top of element yeah. on top of element. But, but that's but not each, what makes a good each, Terminator movie. No, and each set piece reveals 
nothing. They don't decide to do anything different after each set piece. That's why T2 is good. Yeah. Where's like John Connor? The- Pick up John Connor. What's Sarah doing? She's there. Okay, fine. Then John Connor gets, no, we're going to go get my mom. Okay, we've had that set. Now we go get our mom. Now what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to go get Skynet. We go get Skynet. Now what are we going to do? We have to fucking leg it because Terminator's got us again. All right. You know, oh, there's one chip left. Okay, let's kill that too. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it works. Each time they have problems that they need to solve after each set piece. There is only one problem. Run away. Yeah. And, and that's boring. And But although I did like, actually, although they kind of turned Mackenzie Davis' character into the Universal Soldier. Yeah. I did yeah. like that her purpose for being an enhanced human being was... Yeah. If you don't stop the Terminator in the first couple of minutes that it's coming out, yeah, that you, was cool. You're dead, right? And so, so her whole thing yeah. was about right. uh, making the most efficient use of her energy yeah. to protect this target to give her enough time to get yeah. away, and then after that, she starts shutting down. She, she's that fine. Was cool that was idea. that was a cool aspect. That you're so you're right. I'm being I'm, I'm using hyperbole here. They had problems to solve. Okay, I'm not saying they didn't at all. They do, and that was one that was quite good. Yeah, I like that they did that. But they kind of solved that. They got a massive fucking bag of drugs yeah. and somehow Sarah Connor knew the cocktail. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bit where they're arriving at the final set piece. Mackenzie Davis is completely spent. Yeah. Arnie has just fallen out of a plane yeah, it's and been weird. at the bottom of a dam. Yeah. And he just turns up and he goes, you left these on the helicopter. Undamaged, completely fine. The, yeah. Just the two syringes of the drugs that but she you needs know where to be able them. to take part in the end of the film. You know where up he his kept butt. Them. Up his butt. Yeah. yeah. That's the only place. Why couldn't he like juice her up or something with his power source? Also, a power source that's going to kill, like, why not Arnie's power source? Yeah. Why hers? Yeah. And so, th- I know I keep making reference to Terminator Genesis. But actually, these other ideas are stolen from other Terminator films as well. Yeah. Taking out the power source and use it as yes. an explosive. They did that in T3. Yeah. Essentially taking out her heart to save the hero. They did in Terminator Salvation. Yeah. So this is this is just a reader. The only film that they don't really seem to spend a lot of time referencing is the best one. The first one. Yeah. Well, they do because I, I think they do in a big way that it's easy to overlook. Mackenzie Davis is Carl Reese in this. That's true. And she's yeah, come back okay. to save her because she right. loves her. And it's the same thing. She does love her. It's it's a it's a sisterly love, but yeah, it's still there. Yeah. And there is some truth. So, but again, that's problematic because it's mimicry. And it's like, I don't mind that. I don't mind having a similar structure. That's fine. Star Wars fucking does it. But it's like, give us some extra then. That's all. So I'm really glad you mentioned Star Wars, actually, because... I I really like this modern trilogy that's that's coming together. I won't review that now, but The Force Awakens is a film that caught a lot of flack for uh, going over the same old story beats from Return of the Jedi and A New yeah. Hope. Yeah, and and yet, yeah, J.J. Abrams is a smart enough guy that yes, to an extent he did, but he created some really great new characters. And filled the film with a sense of genuine wonder. And I agree. It took me back to that feeling that yes. I had as a child of seeing the Star Wars films. And that's what Terminator 2 does for Terminator. And and this 
film is just a cover version. It's a karaoke Terminator 2. That's a good and, way. That's a really good analogy. And actually, I think you were saying it would be so easy to fix this film. I want yeah. to hear your thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I think would have made it yeah. infinitely more enjoyable for me, if you're going to do yeah. those same old story beats, yeah. don't get the guy that directed Deadpool 1. No. Get the guy that directed Deadpool 2. Who is David that? Leach is a fantastic oh, action David director. Leach, he right. did Hobbs and Shaw. He did oh. Atomic Blonde. Yeah, if you want it to be fun, yeah. But also... John Wick 1. He's okay. an awesome action okay. director. How, how different would we be right now if Denis Villeneuve did this film and it was an 18 certificate well you know what if it was a Denis Villeneuve movie 18 certificate I think same actors same actors yeah yeah there would be a 45 minute section that is just about the relationship between Arnie and that woman because honestly I've watched that movie I'd watch Woody Allen make that movie can you imagine (laughs) if they actually did that first like a prequel to to this I mean you want to send your audience you know, like hmm. thinking, what? Where the hell are we? Yeah, make that the opening of your film. Yeah, but that's that's another Just one of Arnie my problems. Living in the woods. I didn't know. I, I I know the action starts very quickly in this film, which is good because I was bored. The old opening sequence, I was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" And this made me think that this film could be fixed with two, not very, not very changing things. Like, because one thing to say, I could fix the film and then change loads of things. That's not. It's just a different movie. So you're, you're writing a different sequel. Fine. I, I'm going to go for a fix. Take all the future stuff. Yeah. There's a sequence that we learn. We're drip fed this future, which is lazy as far as I'm concerned in storytelling. It's like, oh, no, this is this future stuff, but we won't tell them till later. It's going to be a twist. That's not a twist. No. That's not a twist. That's, that's fucking around with editing. And it, it only works in very rare cases for me take all that future stuff make that your beginning of the film reveal everything we understand the characters we understand yeah, we have a reason to care about yeah Danny. And yeah, we yeah. know and then we, we know who danny is and then we, and we, and then this character we see her grow up we see her go through her transformation we see her basically become a half human half terminate hybrid and then she goes back in time we're like fucking hell what did i just see half an hour maybe right even like no 15 minutes you could sorry it's 15 minutes of footage really okay that whole all we know everything about the future we know who legion is we know what happens it's all done so that way when we're back in time when we're back in the present we know what's gone on yeah you they, know what the problem with that is though right what that's how terminator genesis started is it because the best part of that film is the future bit oh, right the well okay that, that's all oh, right, and you would have walked out because you'd be like, "This is reminding me of Genesis." Yeah. <laughs> so anything exactly. that reminds you of Genesis is bad. Um, no man. No, no, but they call the Legion. So it's okay. They changed the name. Legion like, is Genesis, and Genesis Skynet. is Skynet, and Skynet is Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> yeah, Skynet um, is Doctor Strangelove. What? Doctor Strangelove or Doctor Strange? Doctor Strangelove. Oh, that's so weird. Atomic Annihilation. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, you know, I can imagine okay. as producer, editor, sat there going, we really want to distance ourselves from Genesis here, you know? Fair enough, fair really enough. Want... But but forget about Genesis. That's my number one tweak. I wish because... I could. I wish yeah, okay, I could. and that's my number one tweak. That would, like, that would change things. You set the stakes. You understand what her mission is. You're not going, what's going on? What's going on? And then creating this artificial sense of, like, 
jeopardy because just because we don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, not knowing what's happening is not how you create a sense of of unease or, or jeopardy in it. Like, no, it was it was a very distancing thing from that character. Yeah. Um, of just why does she why, care? Why so all much? this yeah, effort yeah, yeah. around this this yeah. character? And so it does come far too late. Yeah. Help us care. Help us understand the motivations. Then tell us a story. And so Linda Hamilton, we already get the reason why Linda Hamilton is a cartoon character, and I don't believe her. And that's fine if it's a superhero movie, which it isn't. She should be insane. I think a lifetime of drinking, twenty-two years chasing terminators she doesn't doubt herself anymore but she should be a fucking nutcase I, I tried to do that a little bit i think yeah but i think she should have killed the cop who's getting i think she shouldn't care you're all dead i think she should be that sarah that they showed us at the yeah. beginning why yeah. show us that if you're not gonna make her nuts it's very risky comparing yourself to that, isn't it? Yeah. And so th- th- so it's like, and that's one of the scenes that I love most because in T2, they show us that and she's pretending like, oh, I'm very calm. I just want to see my yeah. son. And then, and then they're like, and they're like, no, I'm she was sorry, a little, you can't. She's a little bit less smarmy than yeah, the way you're doing it. Yeah, yeah I just want to see my son. She's a little bit better than I was acting. Uh, yeah. But but and then she goes and she goes like, I understand. And she fucking breaks out and smashes that guy's face. It's like who who is licking her face. It's brilliant. Her character in T two is brilliant, and she's a fucking badass. It just seemed token to me, and that's the thing. That's why the little political stuff we were saying at the beginning. I think if I was, and some of my feminist friends I think would agree, if I was hardcore about this stuff and I was thinking about it a lot, I'm kind of offended by the, the female role models in this. I don't, I think it, there's a lot of tokenism in this. I, d- I think it's a kind of brand of feminism, just like, let's just put it in place and let's not actually yeah, make it believable. It's and slightly it's like, pandering, yeah. Yeah, it's pandering. That's the word, pandering. And I have no idea. I'd love to hear from anybody who has a relationship to the Hispanic community in the States to, 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 to think of this as, as it's actually almost offensive. It's like, what's the point in putting a Hispanic woman in, in that role and give her nothing. They gave well, her another, nothing. Another political um, moment that the film raised was the internment camp for the yeah. um, people yeah, trying yeah. to cross the border, uh, which is obviously a hot topic at the moment. But right. again, that felt uh, slightly tokenistic of just oh this is ripped from the headlines this will give it extra emotional yeah. weight for the audience yeah, but, and did nothing with it it didn't really no. Uh, no it was just a prison break yeah and that was nuts as well God. the the gabriel luna character the rev nine yeah. is ripping through the guards in there yeah there's been a that like was quite a, a cool breakout. bit though when they're all like in a scrum around him and he just keeps running forward and he's yeah. just like shooting like spikes off of himself, like killing all of the guys who are pummeling on top of him. Like there's a pile on, basically. They're, they're piling yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool, that bit. But then afterwards, yeah. like yeah. The, the, the marshals or whatever turn up, yeah. no one's in a state of panic. The place is no, locked down. No, but that happens twice. In the opening sequence, they run out of this place. It's where the place where Danny and her brother work. Terminator goes yeah. there. It worked. They they walk outside. They, well, they run outside. There has been mayhem. People have been murdered inside the factory. Yeah. They walk outside the factory. People just are working. 
working away. <laughs> no alarms have gone off, nothing. It's like, it's, is that not offensive to somebody to go, ah, oh, it's Mexico. It's okay. Like, that's horrible, I think. But again, with the, there was, the, if you want to bring in something ripped from the headlines, there's the opportunity there to say, you know, we, there's a mass shooting problem in America at the moment. Yes. Someone so, just opened fire at my place of yeah, work. Yeah. The, the yeah. SWAT teams that would be yeah. descended on there within minutes. Yeah. And there's mm. just, there's none of this sense of no. urgency throughout the film. No. It was connecting the dots and, and going into the final stretch, it just felt so inevitable. And the, and the final insult, uh, inevitable, not in the way that the filmmakers want it to be either. Yeah. Like there's no escaping your fate. Inevitable that, well, the Terminator is probably going to sacrifice itself. Yeah. They'll win. Yeah. She'll get away and become John Connor. Right. Sure enough, that's how the so, film ends. But the final insult yeah. was the the mimicry of the shot at the end of T two after, and I'll know why you cry. Yeah, I need something. Like, yeah, the thumbs up going down into yeah, the molten yeah. lava. Why? The exact same shot, exact why? same expression on Linda Hamilton, but the next to her, instead of Edward Furlong, it's Natalia Reyes. Yeah. And I, I, fuck you, movie. That's what. I was <laughs> I'm glad you stayed at the end till the end just to hear you say that. That's that's worth it. That I worth even it. as you know, you the credits me. started rolling, the first thing I did was Google, is there a post credit scene? And as me soon too. as you said no, I was like, thank fuck. Me too. I just got out. <laughs> Same thing, is there a post credit scene? Yeah. And and I, I, I kind of wanted there to be one because I was hoping it would vindicate. Because I remember when we were writing scripts and stuff like that, I'd write something and it was it was basically a lot of backstory. You'd be like, this is character development. This is the prequel. Start the movie here. Like, start your script here. And I got that feedback from several people. It was like, oh, yeah, that's where I should start it. There's all this other stuff was just me writing out, like, world-building stuff, basically. Yeah, backstory, yeah. And, and, and it's like, okay, I get that. It's fine. And I think you could start a Terminator movie, like, halfway through this one. You could, you could tell the story of the first half an hour in, in 10 minutes. You could have some future shit. You could you could put it all together well, like really quickly, and then start the movie. I don't know. Like so, here are the th- here are my three elements that I think would ch- alter this movie movie dramatically, but wouldn't have cost any more to do it. Not necessarily. Make make Sarah Connor like wrong. Make her like unhinged, wrong. Never calms down. Never gives up. She's a human Terminator. She's a psycho. Right. But she's tactical and, and and smart, you know. She's been surviving all this time. She is insane in in that sense, and that would be a thrilling character to be around. So that would change the jeopardy. We she would be unhinged. Um, maybe she even gets into her her he- into her head like that. Killing Danny would solve everything. Okay, and and I don't know that like we have something that's like I'm going to kill her because she's actually part of the reason why this whole thing starts. Because it's sending Terminators back from the future that starts it off anyway. So if Legion, because that's what happened in the first one, mm. the reason why Skynet got built was because they sent back a Terminator. So there's a time loop stuff that makes suddenly it's a more interesting script. Then the the last thing that I would change would be something about how they started and some indication that they could do something about it. How what started? Legion. No. Oh. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's Skynet. Legion yeah, is Skynet. Exactly. It's inevitable. And it's like... Look, 
There's only one thing you need to do to fix this movie. Yeah. Don't make don't, it. Yeah, don't, don't make it. Yeah, so so Ben, let's do it. Reboot, remake, sequel, leave it alone, delete it all. What? Yeah, it shouldn't exist. Right. The, the, the motto <laughs> for this film. Yeah, I think you're sl- quickly moving down to one star now. <laughs> three films. No, because it's not yeah. as bad as fine, Genesis. Fine. But, you know, like, it's supposed to be I'll Be Back. And for three films now, I've just been thinking, don't be don't, back. Don't come back. Just don't be back. Mm. You brought Lynn Hamilton back. Great. You know, Sarah Connor really is the heart of those first two films. Yeah. But unless you've got James Cameron guiding that character, because there's a guy who knows how to create a genuinely yeah. strong and maternal and feminine yes, female he does. character. It was good. He did it with Ripley. He yeah. did it with uh, her. Avatar. You could even say, yeah. yeah. You're right. You I agree. Titanic. You, you could make yeah, a case for Rose you, you in could. Titanic. You, I, I agree. Right. That's actually a lot of what's missing. So I'm glad that she came back. I, I'm I understand that she lives in New Orleans now and she has a pretty laid back lifetime uh, lifestyle. She's just bought herself a bigger house. Linda Hamilton. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good yeah. for her. I like her. I like her. I wish she had a different <clears throat> career. I, I wanted, you know, she's a she's a really good actress. But um but yeah, I I I wouldn't even say leave it alone. I would try and undo this franchise at this point. The Terminator has gone the way of Predator and Alien, and it's just a franchise of caravan. Uh, is there ever again going to be a good movie based on the premise that a, that a future where the machines rule, they send a time-traveling entity of any kind back to what, our what? time? Is that going to happen again, do you think? A good movie with that premise? Maybe. Yeah. But, the, but you see, this franchise has become bogged down in... To refer to Star Wars again, you have this whole universe to play with. Yeah. And you focus on one family. Yeah, it doesn't make... That's my problem. That's why I'm excited about the extended universe Star Wars stuff that Ryan Johnson and John Favreau are doing. Because we're actually going to get to see the rest of that galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Terminator... Nope. The the, the concept was so simple. Mm. Way back in 1984. It was Again in 1991. Those work. That's all the story you ever needed to tell. Yeah. Now go and do something else. So, yeah. No, and look, we didn't get any. I love time travel. Yeah. I love cyborgs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love paradoxes yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. We haven't Chaos got theory, but we haven't had. I don't think we've had another Terminator movie that expands on the world. Well, see, I was thinking. I remember when T two came out. My friend at the time. My best friend was actually called Alex, believe right. it or not. Um, and he was half Argentinian. And we would watch that film a lot. And he would always say, the only Terminator film I want to see is all in the future. I want to see the robot war. Well, that's salvation, isn't it? Right. We yeah. got it. It wasn't very good, was it? No. Right. So, well, you know, have actually have to be fair salvation. I haven't, I haven't given it a go. I keep falling asleep. I've never watched it all the way through. It's not very good. Yeah, that might be why, but I still haven't given it a fair run. Okay, so leave it alone. Don't delete it. Stop trying to make Terminator yeah, movies. It. That's your thing. I want to do my remake. That's what I want. Or So you know what's going to happen. Someone's going to make something. Someone's got the rights to this, who no one can stop making another one. Who's got the I, Look, I was... And I someone will make sounded, another one. 
I may have sounded facetious before, but yeah. genuinely, I, I in place of Dark Fate, I would have been much more interested to see a full-length story of the Arnold Terminator that was left behind. You know, to, to see his arc of learning to love in a compassionate way, mm. uh, in, in a totally different way to the way that he cared, or, or a, a, an analog of him cared about John Connor. You know, that's that's interesting stuff mm-hmm. and give it to a good sci-fi writer that could be like fascinating stuff because that's grappling with the purpose that you were built for you were built for violence and you're evolving to love yeah yeah that's rich stuff there's, there's thousands of novels about this kind of thing i would i would genuinely much rather see a human drama like that about a robot something along the lines of robot and frank yeah i like that film I love that. That's film. a really good film, actually. Yeah. the 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 idea of this, you know, the killer killer robots and that now. Uh, so, what? so, and that's another thing that. So, it maybe it's because I'm a super nerd and I think about this stuff a lot and whatever. And maybe that's not what audiences want. But I genuinely believe there's a lot more that's happening since T one and T two. The cinematic universe in in its entirety has explored the concept of an AI like to a degree that goes way beyond what um what T1 and T2 did. Mm-hmm. So we've had a lot of films deal with the idea of a super powerful AI and what it would do to us. It so because of we've got all of that and our current current day like we've got no fucking idea what Google's doing. It's so secret. Like, you go, well, uh, there was the announcement this week about the the Sycamore, their their quantum computer, right? They they think they've reached the quantum supremacy. Yeah, that's, that was the way. They so it's just it. like we've got stuff like that going on, right? And that's weird. The same week that Dark Fate gets released, and it's like I don't. Our technology's much more sophisticated and and seems to be more complicated than most of us can understand can you show us some of that and they tried a little bit to show like this this rev 9 model which is a it's a t1000 with it with an endoskeleton that can work independently at first i thought that was quite cool but it's a feature that it doesn't use nearly enough and it's nowhere near as good as the t1000 go, go so far as to say the tx from t3 was better Exactly, that's another aspect of why T3 was better. And that's a that's a comment that Commode made that I don't mind repeating, actually. But he said, like, in, in, in the 90s, that was revolutionary. That effect was revolutionary. It was amazing. I think we said something like that on our first uh, our Terminator 2 podcast. And you're not, because the story's so good, you're not thinking, why doesn't he just do this? Or why doesn't he just do that? Or, yes, he... that's right. But yeah. because yeah. the story's so bad... You're just plagued with that kind of thinking of like, okay, I get it. These are his abilities. So why didn't he just, why didn't he just, why didn't he just? We don't like this movie. Correct. Sorry. We've made that clear. Yeah. But if you don't mind watching shit sci-fi and I don't mind watching shit sci-fi, you know, if Ben had told me, don't go watch it, it's shit, I'd probably still gone to watch it. Because I just, it's one of those films I I needed to see. Another in a long line of disappointing cinematic outings for me. It's a shame. Um, I felt very, very little 
positive. But uh, I'm definitely going to check out. So not a recommendation from either of us, really. Um, I'm definitely going to check out those films you said at the beginning. Can you say them again? They're like your your best films of this year so far. Yeah. So Booksmart is just wonderful. Yeah. Um, watch it with a partner. If you have seen Breaking Bad, I know you haven't seen Breaking Bad, but if you have yeah. seen Breaking Bad, El Camino is also excellent. Cool. I'm just uh, about to start Breaking Bad next week. Cool. Um, Shadow is the Zhang Yimou movie from China, yeah. which is one of the most beautiful things I've seen this year uh, from a cinematography point of view. It's quite slow, though, in places. Um, American Woman with Sienna Miller was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Dolomite, the Eddie Murphy movie mm. that just came out. Nice to see also Eddie Murphy movies. back. And he is back, baby. Cool. Yeah, he's really good in it. Cool. And and there's loads of good actors in that film. Craig Did Robinson. Did I see Wesley Snipes in the clip you sent me? Wesley Snipes. Yeah. yeah, Chris Rock's in it. Snoop Dogg. Everyone's in it. It's great. Yeah, so difficult to say when we'll be back. We've got to do some Keanu... Copia. Keanu Copia. Yeah. Some Keanuizing. Um, people who don't yeah. know that's our next season we will uh, Keanu Reeves we'll any Arnie and Tom Cruise related stuff in the meantime of and, course and if there's anything that we just feel we need to talk about we may come back and do an episode on that maybe Star Wars yeah, maybe probably not but maybe yeah probably not um, are there any Tom Cruise movies coming out Top Gun's the next one I'm aware of right okay it's next summer well, then. So it's, yeah, every time we get together to talk about Arnie, it just becomes a bit of a bummer at yeah, the it's moment. A bit annoying. Um, out of the. Since Arnie's come back from retirement, retirement movies, what's his best one so far? We've got Maggie, Killing Gunther, Aftermath. Oh, The Last Stand for me. The Last Stand. Yeah. yeah I really like that. that was his first one from back from retirement. First lead, yeah. So, and then since then, not great. We've got two and three star films, really. No, sabotage was you know could have been interesting. Well, sabotage a since retirement film as well. Yeah, yeah, um, and um, that one aftermath. Yeah, that could have been interesting. I did like Maggie, and I've watched Maggie again since. I really like that film. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty cool on it. I haven't given it a rewatch, but I only had a career of one kind at one point, which was what it was. It's good that he hasn't tried to rekindle it. You could argue some of the Expendables are some since retirement films as well uh, one of them the expendables 3 yeah, i think yeah expendables 3 yeah. um but it's like he it, it's hard for him because that's what he's known for it's hard for him not to peddle the same stuff i think he's had a really patchy career since he was after the gov- after the governing years the last 10 years have not been yeah. great and and he's done some stuff that's like yeah you you're you're an aging has been kind of thing that people could say that about him i it's a shame because i don't feel this movie puts him back at all. No, but they're the only financial successes that he has. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in, And I would in, say he's the best thing about the movie. Just about. Oh, uh, sorry. You, yeah. Mackenzie Davis, actually, as well. Yeah. She, she's good. She, oh, she's always good. Yeah. I, I love her. Yeah. You love her, not just because of how she acts. I love her 3000. Yeah. Oh, she's a very, very attractive yeah. woman, obviously. Um, but she also has that quality where... You know, because she's in The Martian, she's in San Junipero, she's in Blade Runner 2049, she was in uh, Tully, the Charlize Theron movie from last year that I loved. I never saw um, it. And this. And although she's clearly her, she always looks 
like I could understand someone not recognizing her is what I'm trying yeah, to say. I didn't. She's quite chameleonic. Yeah, yeah. Um that's and a I good like quality she's, to have as a as an actress. You don't get typecast, yeah. you know. So I'm yeah. I'm interested to see where her career goes. I think she's gonna do very, very oh, well. I, I'd be surprised if she doesn't. Yeah, she's talent she's talented. So Ben, is there anything left for us to say? I guess that's it. Wrong! No more sequels! Uh.